Good morning, and thanks so much for tuning in today. Whether you're enjoying your morning coffee, on your way to a hike, or headed to breakfast at one of our many chamber member restaurants, we appreciate that you're joining us for Profiles in Business. This is our opportunity to talk business and highlight what's happening in our community. These sponsors are members of the Tucson Metro Chamber because they support the work we do for workforce development, talent attraction, legislative issues, and more, all that positively affect not only Tucson businesses, but our community as a whole. After all, our mission is to champion an environment where your business thrives and our community prospers. When we work together, we'll create change for the better through collective impact. And those companies that are helping us with this that are our show sponsors include Sonora Behavioral Health, Sonora Quest Laboratories of Tucson, South 32, Southwest Airlines, and Southwest Gas Corps. Thank you so much for supporting the Tucson Metro Chamber. And before we begin our show today, where we will meet Andrew Jenkins, the CEO of Brighton America, I want to first talk with my colleague, Michael Guyman, VP of the Tucson Metro Chamber. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Amber. Michael, what I want to do is tease our listeners for an upcoming show. Will you help me with that? I think I could help you with that. You know, I don't want to give too much away, but I guess what I would say is in an upcoming show, uh, we will do a deep dive into the five recommendations and strategies of the workforce blueprint that we just unveiled. And we could not be more excited about this because these five strategies, when implemented, I don't want to say if implemented, but when implemented, will change the course of how Tucson does workforce development in the future. Um, it is very exciting in terms of the types of programs, the types of initiatives we will do uh, to improve our workforce development and talent attraction uh, efforts here uh, now and in, into the future. That definitely sounds exciting. And I know that many of our listeners have often heard about how workforce development is certainly my passion project. So I'm so looking forward to that conversation. Yes, I, I think it will be a good conversation, especially since, and I know you've heard the same thing, Amber, you know, we hear so many stories these days uh, about how employers are having a difficult time finding employees. You know, we, we heard this prior to the pandemic. I think in certain industries, the pandemic has, you know, kind of put an exclamation point on uh, some companies trying to find employers. But even prior to the pandemic, we were working with uh, many individuals in healthcare, uh, many leaders in the construction industry, uh, many leaders in the airspace and defense industry, because if there's one commonality, it's that they have a really tough time finding talent and, a, and maybe even a more difficult time trying to attract that talent uh, from from other parts of the country, and so, so yes, I mean uh, this this is a big issue uh, within our region, and something that we are very excited uh, to help move the needle on. Well, thank you so much for joining us for that teaser, Michael. 
And quite frankly, it is such a fantastic segue to our speaker today. Andrew Jenkins, the CEO of Bright in America, is a perfect example of one of those people that Tucson attracted. He is a young executive that has made Tucson his home, and he's working within some of these industries that we are highlighting in the blueprint. So thank you, Michael. And let's welcome Andrew Jenkins this morning. Good morning, Andrew. I know that you are an entrepreneur from quickly looking at your bio. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I had an opportunity to move out to Tucson about a year and a half ago. I have worked very various sectors and businesses from finance to management to marketing. I'm a very multifaceted person. So I believe that's really what has helped me and guided me through this journey of being with you today and being in the position I am at today. Well, I know our listeners can't tell, but uh, I would say that you're pretty young. How did you achieve so much with, um, you know, being so young? Well, fortunately, my father, you know, he's one of my biggest influences in my life. You know, he, he grew up with absolutely nothing and he instilled disciplines and principles in me that really drive me to become the person that I am today. I attended college and after attending college, we had purchased a dealership, a super dealership that was really down in the dirt. And my middle brother, Matt and I, and my father, we all worked collectively and tried to really revitalize this underperforming store. And we believed we could do it, and we took it full force. Different processes and various things involved in business that make me multifaceted because I learned management, I learned the marketing side of it, I've learned accounting side of it, and you know I was just so blessed to have that opportunity, and I want to provide that to Tucson, the Arizona, and to society as a whole, because being younger, that gives me the capability, you know, to do a lot more. And I want to give back to all the gifts I've been given in life. Well, and I certainly understand what you mean. When you start working those different positions within a company, it is a quick learning. You get a fast on-the-job experience of what works and what doesn't, and, and it really does make for a well-rounded business leader. Yeah, I would definitely agree. You know, I uh, came in, I was 23 years old, and, you know, to be quite frank, people think, you know, what do you know? You just in you just came out of college, um, but I'm a very quick learner. I always have been, and I worked in almost every single department. And we worked hard. And by doing that, you know, it really let me see a whole other side of business really throughout my whole life. Even previous to the Subaru store, we had a Ford store. So I've always been around an entrepreneur-minded family putting this position. I hope to provide what I have been given 
and the plans that I hope to achieve, especially for Tucson and Arizona as a whole. That's terrific. Tell us about the company. What is Brighton America? So Brighton America is a solar company. Um, Unfortunately, there's a bad stigma right now with solar because of all of that Facebook advertisements and everything you see going on. Um, and that's a big thing that, you know, I'm, I've been advocating against because I am the official like franchisee of SunPower, which is really the leader in the solar industry. I'm like their exclusive franchisee just in Tucson. I just found out this past week, another company and still am, but really I'm, I'm going towards SunPower. SunPower is... I mean, used by NASA, they created the solar panel and the most high efficient solar panels that you can get in the industry competitively priced. But Brighton America also has other layers to it as well that are forthcoming, but we're just waiting for the right time to do so. But we want to not only help our customers make an educated decision on their solar but we want to form them what we think is their best because we believe in ethics over profit. I have seen so many things in the solar industry at the time I've been in it. And I'm a firm believer that I would rather help somebody than take advantage of somebody that is uneducated on a subject that is so important. At Brighton, advertising, we're not knocking on random strangers doors soliciting we're not cold calling a lot of people one of our profiles and business guests in the upcoming weeks is southwest gas and we've been talking a lot about those renewable energies so we know that there's a lot of talk about solar Um, it's again one of those clean energies with all of the other companies and advertisements. And and as you mentioned, those door knockers, I know I get a bunch of flyers in the mail offering, you know, solar for our home. How do you navigate through this sector with so much noise around you? I think that one, I have, you know, Sun Power is a very, I mean, they're they're the leader in the industry. I think that holds a lot of weight. But also, when people actually meet us, they understand because we're not pushy salesmen. We're not knocking on their doors and they understand that we really care about them. You know, I get advertisements on Facebook daily and prompt some of the most ridiculous things to be quite frank. Um, I mean, promising these things that it's impossible and it really, it's bad because it's, it's such a good intentions but it's the means of how it's being delivered that's giving it a bad stigma because five years ago solar was one of the most expensive forms of energy now it's the cheapest but you have all these people that take advantage taking advantage of that and created this stigma in the industry we're really trying to weave through that by building personal relationships having blogs um, we have seminars that are kind of that are going to come in the future, just educating people on it. Um, 
And it's a shame because I get the same thing. I get door knockers all the time. And it's 2021, quite frankly, who wants to be bothered, especially in the COVID times, people knocking on your door and oftentimes not with your best interest at heart. And I'm not going against anybody. That's nothing wrong with that. But oftentimes not really educated on the manner where they just want to make the sale. And that's the difference between us and a competition. We're not always just trying to just make the sale. We genuinely want to educate people because we believe in our products. We believe in our company. We believe in our products. And we believe the, the sun shines probably 300 plus days a year here. I mean, why not harness what we naturally have and produce a cleaner earth and produce cheaper and more efficient energy effectively instead of deception really for lack of a better term my customers employees can attest that's how i like to do it and people question all the time why don't you do this why don't you do that because i believe that i have a purpose and it's not a, it's not all about money money's not everything and like i said before it ethics over profit it's such a good means but or I mean, such good intentions, but the means of how this stuff is being delivered really bothers me because it's so beneficial to the consumer and to society and the earth, but it's being delivered inappropriately, in my opinion. Good morning. I'm Amber Smith with Tucson Metro Chambers Profiles in Business. Our special guest this morning is Andrew Jenkins, the CEO of Brighton America, and we are talking solar. Here in Tucson, Arizona, we have all of that great sunshine, and we're hearing about, you know, the advantages of that. So, Andrew, we've, you've kind of covered some of this, but what are some additional reasons why someone should convert to solar? What does that look like? Well, I think the main reason a lot of people haven't switched to solar is because of maybe the certain stigmas, um, but I would say why you should convert well, first and foremost, it's the cheapest. It is now the cheapest form of energy that you can have in your home. You are basically your own electrical company at that point. Um, you can create everything from just powering enough for your home, or you can have additional electricity in case of a power outage or anything else. So you're no longer relying on um, some type of third-party agency for your electricity. These systems are not commodities, they're assets. You know, people often talk about payment, but really it's an, it's an asset and you inevitably have to pay your electric bill every month, which statistically in Arizona goes up about four to 5% year over year. Whenever you could get solar, pay one flat payment over duration of time of your choice. And then once that's paid off, you have free electricity. The summers here, especially, electric bills get very high. And having the capability to produce your own energy from the sun is such a strong thing to be able to harness because, it, like I said, it's an asset. It builds value to your home. I can't speak about my competitors, but my products are so aesthetically pleasing that, in my opinion, makes homes look even nicer. Global warming, I mean, we're seeing it with the drought here in Arizona and California. 
I mean, global warming is a real thing. And if we don't act soon. Andrew, what are some of those benefits um, for our economy, our community? And of course, we know the benefits to our earth. But can you expand on all of that? What's the future going to hold? Andrew, I know that in general, I'm a big believer in solar. Absolutely. I, I, I have three young children, and I think it's incredibly important to do whatever we can to protect our earth for the next you know, million years. I just was reading something that came out from the U.S. government, and they're projecting solar to be the fastest growing sector in the next 10 years and produce around a million jobs in the United States. People don't realize what they think, oh, they're just going to get solar panels on their house and all the other natural resources we have, those jobs are all going to be gone. But what about all the contracting jobs? What about the manual labor jobs, the electrical grid? There's so many facets of solar, of job creation, that will help the economy tremendously. Cutting an electric bill in half or in third, you know, the money, the excess money people will have, you know, because you're either, I always looked at it like you're either making money by working or by saving. It opens up a whole new sector of jobs and a whole new sector of knowledge, really going into the new era of the world that we're entering. Andrew, you talked about how your dad inspired you, and and clearly you have some really strong, positive personal beliefs. Who else has inspired you in your life? Um, I would say probably my grandfather. He was a teacher. He was a coach. Um, Unfortunately, he passed away in 2016. But really, he was my second father. And it sounds funny because obviously it's grandfather, but it was on my mother's side. He never he never wanted to be like that. And at a young age, he knew he had, he never cursed. I've never met anyone that hated him. He always spoke positively of people. And everywhere we went, people always were excited to speak to him. That man meant the world to me. I was with him. And he passed away and I was the only one with him. And it really, I'm feeling it right now. It's, it was very powerful because he meant so much to me and he always believed so heavily in me. I I spent so much time with him and I have to attribute to really where I'm at now to my, my friend, Doug, you know, he has taught me so much. He's about six, he's probably in 50s, 60s. Um, He's taught me so much about life and business, especially every morning we have coffee at 8 a.m. And he has put me in the position I'm in. In a lot of ways, he's just a wonderful human being. And he's helped my family business, helped me personally, but has taught me a plethora amount of information. I thank God for that, because without those three people in my life and my mother, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Uh, And I just want to give back to not only them, but to society, to Tucson, to Arizona. And that's why I love renewable energy, because I'm not only saving people money, but I'm helping the earth, creating jobs and changing lives. So to that end, 
what is your hope for Tucson in the future for, for the community as a whole? I love Tucson first and foremost. I, I really, it's like, it's really home. It's, it's my second home, but it's really home to me and my heart. Everybody here has been wonderful. Fortunately, I had a few people that did not do me the best when I first, could, first moved here, but that put me in the position I'm in. And that's why I'm here on this conversation with you today, because if I had never had dealt with that, you know, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. What I see for Tucson is I want to continually see it economically grow, but I don't want it to economically grow too much to where it loses its culture. I love the culture here. It's so diverse. Everything from Sabino Canyon, Gates Pass, the National Forest, I want to continue to see those flourish. And I want to see the economy continue to grow and downtown to continue to grow. And really, I would like to get more people my age to stay in Tucson. Because unfortunately, a lot of people I've met that go to the University of Arizona end up leaving here for L.A. or New York or where have you. And Tucson is such a beautiful and wonderful place to live in that people aren't taking advantage of and harnessing. My hope is that we can make Tucson one of those places people aspire to move to. And we're already seeing it with all the local businesses. I go to a restaurant at 4.30 on a Thursday and I have to wait. And it's, it stinks sometimes, but I see the economy's coming back from COVID. People are moving here. I just hope it remains its culture. The people out here have been exceptional. I've been all across the United States and I've met some of the nicest people here in Tucson. I just, I love it. I'm building a home here. I plan on staying in Tucson probably for the rest of my life. And I never thought I would say that, but I, I just, I have a lot of ambitions for Tucson and bureaucratically, I have things that will be discussed further in the future that I think can help advance and progress Tucson as a whole. Well, thank you, Andrew. What a great note to end on. I want to thank Andrew Jenkins, the CEO of Brighton America, for joining us this morning. Do you have any final comments? No, I would just like to thank everybody for listening in. You know, this is a wonderful opportunity to be on here. I'm very blessed. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Check out www.brightonamerica.com if you want any more information. And my email is andrew at brightonamerica.com. If you have any questions or I'm always available. Thank you so much, Andrew. And I want to thank our show sponsors again, Quarles and Brady, Rancho Sarita, Realty Executives Tucson, and Royal Automotive Group. I'd like to thank additional show sponsors, Rusing Lopez and Lazardi, Scripps Broadcasting, Secura Plane, and C. Charo. To find out more about the Tucson Metro Chamber and our events, visit tucsonchamber.org and remember to shop chamber members first. And of course, we want to remind you to keep Tucson cooking. Vantage West Credit Union and the Tucson Metro Chamber have partnered up to launch an initiative to encourage Tucsonans to pay it forward to the community by dining local, shopping local, and spending local. 
check out our inspirational video on our homepage at tucsonchamber.org. Thank you so much. Have a great end to